Well, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconato Podcast, otherwise known as The Remnant. I want to welcome the Remnant Warriors. Welcome Gideon's 300. Thank you so much for tuning in to the broadcast on this very special day. Why is it a special day? Because it's the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Hey, listen, I know the world is going crazy around us. Actually, I was reading a scripture this morning in 2 Timothy. Yeah, let's read this scripture. 2 Timothy 3, it says, But know this, in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women, loaded down with sins, led by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Does that bear witness in your spirit? Have you have you seen some of that going on in the world? Absolutely. It's super easy to get caught up in this, guys. All you got to do is turn on the mainstream corporate media, or what I like to call the modern-day prophets of Baal. But the, the truth is, is that we've got to be spending time in the secret place. We've got to be getting our message, our download from the Holy Spirit. We can't be listening to the naysayers, the negative Nellies, those that curse us, those that mock us, the scoffers, the Pharisees of the day. We can't. We have to listen to God. I've been talking a lot about a pure stream. We've got to spend time in the secret place and operate in a pure stream where there's living waters that are available, that are flowing, that want us to prosper, that want us to succeed. The word of God says he's with us, meaning Jesus, he's with us even until the end of the age. And I really believe that the Lord spoke to me last night. And I want to encourage you today on this 30th day of June. I think this is going to be a day of breakthrough for many people out there. I think this is going to be a day that many people understand and realize more about why you're alive today. You know, God says he made you fearfully and wonderfully. Why are you alive today in 2021? Why why did he choose this time? And by the way, for the Remnant Warriors and those that listen to this program, you're awake. Why are you awake? Why are other people not awake? Could it be that God chose to wake you up? Could it be that he knew ahead of time that you were going to answer this call? Did he, did he know that he made you a certain way, a specific way? He allowed you to go through many trials, many tests in your life. To get to where you are today, and yet you're still here? And yes, sometimes you feel overwhelmed. Sometimes you feel like the walls are caving in. Sometimes you feel like you want to give up, but you know what? At the end of the day, you don't. You still stand, and you still press ahead. And, And sometimes you don't even know how you get the strength. I know you love the Lord. I believe the Lord knows you love him. You made a decision to, to, you know, to follow him. You made a decision to trust him with your life. And there's been things that you walk through that are very difficult. And sometimes you question, why did you allow this, God? Why did you allow this to happen? Why do you allow these many trials that we're walking through? And yet he's with you. And you feel his presence and you know that he's, he's with you. And so you just keep going. You are a remnant warrior. And I mean, listen, this isn't a motivational broadcast today. But I want to encourage you because what God has showed me last night in worship and prayer is so powerful and so significant that I just felt like I had to share this with you today. You have to hear this 
because it's so powerful and it's so timely. And now I understand so much more. See, God gives us divine revelation. He gives us the divine revelation. There's things that he'll tell us that there's no way we would have known if he didn't tell us. There's things that he just inspires us. He gets us through things. Some things that I've gotten through, I'm like, how in the world did I get through that? I thought I was done. And yet God gets me through. And he sustained me. Like, for instance, when I got stabbed nine times. I mean, who, who lives through a nine-time stabbing one in the heart? Who lives through that? I did. Surely I know that God's real. Surely I know that he's enough. But does that mean that I don't doubt sometimes? No. Unfortunately, I wish it weren't the case. Listen, even the disciples of Jesus, even those that were around Jesus, the 12, even they doubted God. They were with him in the flesh, fully God and fully man. And yet, look at some of them doubted him. It's our humanity. It's, it's, it's that, that darkness, that evil that tries to tempt us, that tries to discourage us. Because the enemy, what he does, he knows that he doesn't have us because we've accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior into our heart. We've invited him in our heart. So we're saved. So he knows he's not going to take our soul unless we, you know, there's another whole story to that. Some people say once saved, always saved. But I honestly believe that if you walk out of the covering of the Lord and you blaspheme the Holy Spirit, which is the one unforgivable sin, and you decide to just walk back in the world and live a life of sin, I don't think you're saved. I'm sorry. And you can disagree with me if you'd like. But I don't think it's that easy that you just accept them once and then that's it. You don't have to live. There has to be fruit. The Bible says you know them by their fruit. So you got to walk out. You got you to walk it all out every day, die to your flesh daily. You know, repent if you walk, you know, into sin willingly or unwillingly. Maybe you don't even know. Uh, sometimes you sin and then you realize it because the Holy Spirit convicts you and you're like, oh, yeah, that was that was bad. And then, you know, you got to repent. But either way, you got to repent. You know, intentional or not, if, you, if you've fallen, if something slipped into your life and you went back, you backslid, then you got to repent, guys. That's what God wants us to be, good repenters. That's what he told me, Todd. You're a good repenter. Because I have conviction, and I'm not perfect, and I tell people, follow God, not Todd. But it is my goal and every intention that I have to walk this out in holiness and purity and consecration. Why? Because I want the fullness of what God has for me. So we've made this decision. We're walking with Christ, and we're watching the world go crazy. They're literally calling men women. And they're saying, if you don't, if you don't call this man a woman, you're a hate person. You're full of hate. You know, they're trying to cancel people. Shut us down. Silence us. Censor us. They're saying that Christianity is hate. When, it, when actually it's love. It's ultimate love. It's like the, the, the most pure kind of love you can get. Real Christianity. God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. That who shall ever believe in him shall not perish but have life everlasting. It's such a beautiful love. And yet they're calling it hate. They're calling exactly what I said in the scripture. What's good is evil. What's evil is good. And so we're, we're watching all this right now. And many of us feel powerless. And that's what the enemy wants you to think, is that you can't do anything. This is it. It's done. You can't do anything. You have no power. And that, my friends, is a lie from the pit of hell. God is showing me, telling me, tell my people that they have the power. Tell them that they have the authority in me. By the power of the Holy Spirit, tell them that they're able to change the situation by prayer, by intercession, by contending, by travailing, by fasting, by believing in faith. 
Some of you feel like you've been passed up. Some of you feel like God has forgot about you. Oh, yes, I'm speaking to you. You're listening to this broadcast right now for a reason. For some reason, you feel like God doesn't know your name, doesn't know you, doesn't answer your prayers. You've prayed hard, and you haven't seen results, and you're discouraged. You prayed hard, and you feel like God never answers your prayers, even though you know deep down that's not true because he sustained you, and you have enough. You have a place to live and sleep, and you might not be the perfect place or you're, you know, you're what you actually want, but hey, you got a roof over your head. Hey, you got food. You're, you're living better than people in North Korea. You're living better than people in communist China. You're living better than people in most countries around the world to be like, let's just be honest, right? A lot of the third world, it's really suffering and struggling right now. Some people can't even find food. Look at Venezuela and certain situations around the world. They're very dire. So you don't have that bad of a situation, but yet it feels like the walls are closing in and it feels like God is not answering your prayers. Are you here? So listen, I'm speaking to you today. You watched people around you ascend very quickly. You've watched people around you that seem to be getting all the glory and you're like, I don't get it. I've been doing this for years. I've been sowing seed. And for whatever reason, I feel like I'm not being blessed. And you're trying to figure this all out. You're trying to understand why, God? Why is my situation so difficult? You go on social media and you see a bunch of people whose lives look pretty perfect. And it seems like they're just having the time of their life and everything is so great. and Their marriage is so great. And they have just all these nice things and they're speaking at all these places and they're being recognized and you're like, what in the world? Why am I not being recognized? What in the world? God, why, why, haven't you, why have you forgotten me? And I'm speaking to you today because I want you to know that God has a very special plan and purpose for you. And there's a very significant reason why he's actually purposely kept you hidden. Yes, I said it. This is a revelation the Lord gave me. And by the way, I can relate to this in many aspects. I'll tell you stories that make you laugh. I mean, people say like, hey, Pastor Todd, will you be on this call? Or hey, Pastor Todd, will you do this? Or hey, Pastor Todd. And they'll literally list everybody else and put all their bios up. And for whatever reason, they leave me off. And I say to my wife, like, what am I, like, chopped liver? You know, but they want me on there and they want my followers and they want me to advertise their stuff, but they just leave me off for some reason. And what the Lord has shown me is that literally sometimes he does this for my protection, but also because I will receive my reward not here on earth, but in heaven. Then I'm about the business of the Lord, and then I'm just to press ahead and not worry about those things because I don't need the approval of man, and I don't need the recognition of man because I'm doing this for the Lord. Listen, I don't tell you guys all the things that happen because I just can't. I don't tell you about the minefield that we're walking through. I tell you little bits about it so that you know a little bit so you can be praying. But if I told you the whole story, you'd probably sit back and marvel and be in awe, like all the crazy stuff that's going on. I mean, just this year alone, it's been insane. So then I, you know, you don't think I feel like this sometimes? So I maybe maybe I started this whole thing praying for myself. <laughs> Let's just, I'm going to be transparent. I said, Lord, what, you know, and he just gave me this revelation though. But I really feel like it's to the remnant community because I think like many of you guys are going to get this and you're going to understand this. You know, many times I always say people see the glory, but they don't know the story. They only see parts of it. They only see pieces of it. And they think it's, oh, just so glorious. So glorious to be Pastor Todd. It's so glorious to be this one or that one. But they don't know the pain. They don't know the struggles that it took to get there. 
And they don't know the things that we're still going through now. See, it just looks a certain way. It's, there's a lot of appearance. There's a lot of appearance on social media. There's a lot of fake things that people see that they think are real. And it's just so fabulous. And it's just so wonderful. When in reality, it's tough. But to live is Christ and to die is gain. And so I'm speaking to you. If you think that you've been passed up or you've been hidden or you've been kept away. And I'm telling you, this is the word the Lord gave me. So hear this. The Lord said he's kept his best soldiers. He's kept his most valuable assets. Hear me. The jewels, the absolute best hidden. He's kept you hidden. Why? Because he's waiting for the time that he's going to release you. And it needs to be people that were hidden. It can't be the famous people. It can't be the people that have been out there for this reason or that. It needs to be his elect, his remnant, not the elect that'll be deceived. I'm talking about the remnant. It needs to be the remnant people. And, and you're watching blessings or what it looks like blessings on other people. But in reality, sometimes they're blessed not by God, but by the enemy. Their reward will be here on earth. They're, they're not going to get their reward in heaven. Their reward will be here on earth. And, and many of those people have sold out. Many of them have compromised to get to where they are. And that's why it appears they're getting blessing, but who are they being blessed by? Take celebrities, for instance. Just look at celebrities. I mean, they, they look like they got it all. You know, wow, they're rich, they're beautiful, they're famous. They have beautiful homes and jet planes and all the clothes and money they could ever want. How many of them are miserable? How many of them are deceived? How many of them are lost? How many of them are, I mean, look at Britney Spears and what she's going through with this court case, trying to get her, her just get her, re, you know, her money that she made. They took it away from her. And they're giving her just little bits and pieces of it. And, and there's like a conservatorship over her because they say she's crazy. Why? Because she tried to escape. I told you guys what's going on in Hollywood. I told you that you have to give it all. You have to give your soul in order to be accepted by the cabal. You have to be accepted by the, the Hollywood elites and the, and the cabal and the, and the demonic world behind that. You have to give your soul. Is it worth it? No. Because you'll spend eternity in hell. So are they really blessed? No, they're not blessed. They're damned. Excuse my English, but they're damned to hell unless they repent and turn. And if they try to escape, sometimes it costs them their lives. Look at some of the people that try to escape. It costs them their lives. Yes, because the enemy... He wants your soul. He wants everything. So if you're a remnant warrior and you're walking in righteousness and purity and holiness, spending time with the Lord in the secret place, worshiping, getting downloads and messages from the Holy Spirit, you have authority. You're the devil's worst nightmare. And if you realize and understand the authority that you have and you realize the power and what you're able to accomplish, what you're able to do, that's the devil's worst nightmare. They try to keep that information suppressed from you. The demons, the devil, the evil people of this earth, they don't want you to know what, what you're capable of doing. You have the most powerful resource ever, ever. The most powerful resource ever, the Holy Spirit. The most powerful resource ever. Think about this. Come on. God who sits on the throne is with you, even until the end of the age. Never leave you, never forsake you. He's given you all that you need, every resource, every tool. He's empowered you. He's anointed you. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. He's raised you up for a time as this. He's kept you hidden. There's a purpose. There's a powerful purpose. 
You're going to be setting people free, getting people saved, set free, delivered, healed. You could be an intercessor. You could be changing the atmosphere. He's kept you hidden. And now he's awakened you so that you could see the fullness of everything that's going on. He's connected you with other remnant warriors. He's put you in a community where you can hear the truth despite all the fake news, despite what the fake prophets of Baal of this era are saying, despite the, you know, despite the deception, despite the lies, despite the propaganda, despite everything that they try to do to make you deceived. But you're not deceived because you get it. Why? Because the Holy Spirit in you has given you discernment and wisdom and power and authority. And you're getting revelation and you're, and you're dreaming dreams, some of you. And you're reading the word and you're being inspired. So now what? What now, Pastor Todd? Okay, so you say I've been hidden. Well, when am I going to be unhidden? <laughs> it's coming. It's now. Honestly, the revival is upon us. We're seeing pockets of revival around the country. Listen, this is something that we've never seen in our generation. It's probably going to be the most powerful revival in history. This is the great end time harvest that's coming. And we're going to see a, a powerful move of God where people are truly delivered and set free. The Bible says who the sun sets free is free indeed. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just picturing people getting out of wheelchairs, people being healed from cancer, marriages healed, drug addicts healed, prostitutes coming into holiness, walking into holiness, walking away from their sin, gay people walking away from their sin, their sinful lifestyle, adulterers, pornographers. I mean, this is an end time harvest. People are going to walk away from darkness and walk into the light of Christ. And you're going to be that instrument, that vessel. It may not be like how you picture it. Maybe you're not preaching on a big stage at a stadium. Or maybe you're not, you know, leading a crusade. But you know what? You're going to be touching people and you're anointed to do it. And God has kept you hidden for this season. And you, everything that you've been through, nothing that you've been through will be wasted. It's all equipped you. It's gave you a unique perspective. It's given you a unique understanding so that you can reach out to people that others would not understand. Are you here? Are you listening to what I'm saying? Nothing that you've been through. You've been through a divorce. You've been through a, a painful divorce. Abortions. You've had multiple. You've been sexually promiscuous in your old life. You were lost. You were messed up. You were addicted to drugs and alcohol. But God has healed you and set you apart and consecrated you and saved your soul. And you know others that didn't have the same fate. I know many, many people from my old life that are dead and in hell. It's a sad reality. But God spared me. Why? Because he knew that I was going to come to him. And he knew that I was going to be a remnant warrior. And he knew he kept me hidden, set apart for a time as this. And all of a sudden, he started expanding the territory out of nowhere. And it had to be supernatural, because how else could it have happened? I mean, the best marketeers couldn't have got what God has done in opening up new doors and setting up divine connections and putting favor and blessing on the ministry. This is all new. This is all, I mean, it took years. And we saw nothing, and we, we just kept faithful, but we didn't understand it. We were hidden. You've been hidden. You get it. And you're just like, Pastor, I'm hoping that God will use me. I want God to use me, but sometimes I just don't feel. Listen, praise the Lord for what he's going to do. Praise him for your life. Praise him for your ministry. You say, what ministry? I'm not a pastor. Praise him for your ministry. You have a ministry. 
All of us have been given a great commission. Go and make disciples of the nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach them the ways of Christ. Tell them the truth. If you start speaking the truth to anybody who will have ears to hear, to anybody who will listen, the Bible says my word does not return back void. Ask the Lord to anoint you. Ask him to give you insight. What should I do? What can I do? Today, how can I be effective? I'll tell you a story. We were at NRB. It's the National Religious Broadcasters, NRB. And I was over there with my friend. And we were walking around the show. You know, it was just, I've been there like six times maybe over the years. It's a pretty, pretty uh, normal show. You know, I call it mainstream Christianity, honestly. I mean, there's a lot of mainstream people there. You know, you don't, you don't see necessarily the people that we hang with and the remnant. I mean, you do, but they're not, you know, there's about 3,000 people. I'd say maybe a couple hundred of them are remnant. Maybe more. I don't know. But listen, this time I had a day. I had a schedule. My second day, it was like a full schedule. I was going to interview all these people, including Pat Boone. It's going to be on the show. Pat's been on the show before. But I was going to interview Pat Boone. I was going to interview some A-list people. I had the room set up. I had everything ready. And all of a sudden, the Lord said, clear your schedule. I went up to my friend's room and we prayed. He's an evangelist too. His name's Gilad. You might know him. We prayed together. We, 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 we said, Holy Spirit, come, descend upon this place. Now, I'm, I'm telling you this because I want you to understand, it could have been a very normal day, a very normal day, but we decided the Holy Spirit wants to do something today. We felt that in our, in our spirit. We cleared the schedule. We were obedient to the Lord. And, and, and an ordinary day became an extraordinary day. Now, let me tell you how. We blew the shofar. We went down after we prayed over the venue. And we said, Lord, use us. And we started in row one. We didn't get past row four. What I mean is in the convention center. There's about 10 rows, maybe even more. We only got through row four. We never could walk the full convention. Why? Because when we stepped on that floor, there was an anointing. And what happened was God was touching people as we were going to each booth and having conversations. There was an anointing that happened. We started praying and laying hands on people. And the Lord started speaking prophetically and people started crying. It was crazy. We couldn't get past row four. Why? Because we went in there on a mission empowered by the Holy Spirit to change the atmosphere. We didn't want it to be business as usual. And I'm not saying this to get accolades or to have people pat us on the back. I'm saying it to, to, as a testimony. If we start the day and we say, Lord, make today an extraordinary day by using me. Let me be about your business. You will walk into supermarkets. You will walk into coffee shops. You will walk into dry cleaners. You will be empowered at gyms to start praying and laying hands on people and changing the atmosphere. And others will see. Another story. We walked into a convenience store the other day and there was a woman and she had her hand on her head. You could tell she had a bad headache or a pain in her head. I went and shopped in the store and then went up to the counter and again, my friend was with me, and uh, I said to the woman, can I pray for you? It looks like you have a headache. She says, oh, I have such a bad headache. She says, I've had it for hours, and I've taken three Tylenols, and nothing is working. She said, yes, please pray. So right there and then, with people in line, we prayed for her. Again, not doing this for our own accolades, for us to get a pat on the back. I'm doing it to give glory to God, but listen what happened. The woman behind the counter was instantaneously, it was amazing, she was healed. She put her head up and she said, my, my headache is gone. Hallelujah. We, we, we rejoiced with her. And so did the people in line. It was like the whole room just saw instantaneously the power of God. And people were changed. And the atmosphere was changed. It wasn't in a church. It was in a convenience store. 
God wants to move. He's kept his remnant hidden. He's kept his best soldiers hidden. Not everybody. There's some remnant people that aren't necessarily hidden that I could probably name. But the truth of the matter is, is that there's a good portion of the remnant body of Christ that is literally being stored up for a time as this and it's getting ready to be released. This is a prophetic word on your life. If you feel like you just have no purpose, that's a lie from the pit of hell. Cast that down today. You do have a purpose. God has a very powerful plan for your life. How do I know that? Because I know nothing you've been through will be wasted. I know that I know that I know. Do you know what you, you know what I mean when I say that? How do I know? It's because I know that I know that I know. I know that God is real. I know that God sustained me. I'm an ordinary guy. There's no way that I should have all the favor that the Lord has put on my life, especially recently. But the reason why is because I just have said, send me, I'll go. And I've showed up and I trust and I believe. I'm telling you the answer. You say, well, Todd, I'm, I'm in a remote town. No one knows who I am. You know, I don't even know how to, how to start. What do I even do? I don't know. God's going to give you wisdom and vision. But you know what? He's already given us a commission. He says to go and to make disciples. So you must leave your house at some point, right? When you leave your house, go on a mission, a God mission. Go prayed up. Go, go after you've spent time in worship and prayer. And go out there on a God assignment. Maybe it's just going to the coffee shop and the Lord puts something right next to you. You know, puts a person next to you who's in need of a word who's in need of encouragement, who's in need of prayer. And the Lord will open a door or he'll give you an opportunity, a divine appointment to minister. And that's the start. It doesn't, you know, maybe it's a family member. And by the way, sometimes people won't want to hear it. That's fine. It's for those with ears to hear. But we put it out there. We don't do it in an annoying way. We don't do it in a, in a way that we're, we're putting our job in danger or anything foolish. We do it in a way where God opens the door and we walk through it. We're doing it in a way when God sets it up, set a divine setup, a purpose, a plan. You know, sometimes he'll put me like in an elevator with somebody and I just know I'm meant to say something to them. And the spirit gives me insight and wisdom. And the next thing you know, there's a breakthrough. Or with a family member that maybe you've been praying for and, and maybe right now your assignment is just to pray for them and intercede for them. And at the right time, in the right moment, when the spirit prompts you, you give them the word that God's given you to give them. And you ask for a breakthrough. You ask that the seed would grow. This is, this is how we walk. We walk in, in, in the understanding of the wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy Spirit. Because there's things that we could not figure out or understand. But through the power of the Holy Spirit, we will. We will get divine strategy. Some of the most complicated things that I've walked through, they're very, very complicated situation. And it's just like, how did I get through that? How did, we, how did I figure that out? Well, I figured it out because the Holy Spirit gave me divine strategy. Do this, do that, do this, do that. And you just know in your spirit because he's prompting you. He's giving you divine strategy, divine wisdom, divine understanding. And it's that understanding that gets you through. If you're, if you're contending for your marriage right now and the enemy just wants you to go and sign those papers and get divorced, he's like, it's never going to work. But God is prompting you to contend and to pray into war. Then that's what you got to do. Contend, pray, war, stand. If the Lord is releasing you, it's different. You, you have to be prompted by the Spirit, but it's got to be in accordance to the Word of God and what the Word of God says. Has the unbeliever left? Has the unbeliever committed adultery? There's different things that give you an opportunity to actually walk away with the blessing of the Word, even though the, the people in the church seem to, you know, look down at you no matter what you do if you get divorced. It's like, oh my gosh, you're awful because you got divorced. But no, actually the Bible has certain times when it's okay to get divorced. So don't care. Don't, don't care what people say.
Just live in accordance to the word. Be empowered by the Holy Spirit. You have not been overlooked. I want you to understand that today. God has not forsaken you, and he's not overlooked you, and he's not forgot about you. And by the way, he hears every single prayer that you've prayed, and he's he's putting together his perfect plan. And, and all you got to do is walk in his perfect will and just surrender if you haven't. And if you have, then just trust and know that he's about to do something powerful and just start praising him for what he's about to do. Because sometimes, it, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please God, but with faith, we can move the mountain. It's the faith of a mustard seed, by the way. So all you got to do is just start praising him. Lord, thank you. I don't know how you're going to get me out of this situation, but somehow you're going to do it. Thank you. Lord, I don't know how you're going to get me out of this situation, but somehow, you know, you're, you're setting me free here. Somehow, I don't know what you did or how, you, how you're going to do it, but somehow you're going to give me the answer. Somehow you're going to make a way where it seems like there's no way. Somehow you're going to provide the finances. Somehow you're going to heal my body, even though the doctor says that it's not healable. You say it is, according to your word. I'm going to walk in trust and faith and obedience. I'm going to, be, I'm going to fight for the fire. Fight for the fire. Walk in the fire of the anointing. Spending time in prayer, and you get fired up, and then it's like, okay, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Not some things, all things. Think about that. You are not forgotten. You're not overlooked. God is keeping his most precious jewels, the best of the best. For The Bible says, let the last be first and the first be last. He's literally saving his best for last. You're not forgotten. You're not forsaken. He hasn't forgotten about you. This is the word today. He's not forgotten about you. I want you to know that. He hasn't forgotten about you at all. And every one of your prayers is heard. And he's, he's working. He's moving. He's going to do something powerful. Hold, hold the line. Hang in there. There's always somebody that has a worse situation than you. Just, I mean, look at, gosh, my friend Nick Vojacek. The guy's got no arms and no legs. And he's just made the best of his life. And, and the Lord is using him. He's got a powerful worldwide ministry with millions of people following him. Thank you, Jesus. Because, you know, he decided to let what was evil be turned around for good. What the enemy had for his destruction, the Lord had for his, his, his calling, his purpose. And that's what I'm speaking over you right now, is what was set against you to destroy you, what was set against you to discourage you, what was set against you to take you out is going to be the very thing that excels you, is going to be the very thing that puts you into a place where God is going to use you in a special and unique way that no one else could have maybe done, but because of what you've been through, you get it and God can use you. I know people that were in the homosexual lifestyle that have been set free and now they're ministering to that community that they know the different things that the people are dealing with. They understand the spiritual dynamic. They understand the warfare. And we're not discounting. We're not just saying, oh my gosh, just the gay people are bad. No, they're not bad. God loves the sinner. He hates the sin. You know, we tend to single out one sin in the Christian community. What about all the people that are looking at pornography? What about all the people that are lusting? What about all the people that are committing adultery, fornication? Those are just as bad. Why do we single out one sin? We don't. God hates sin, but he loves the sinner. And he wants the sinner to repent and to turn from our wicked ways and to understand who he is and understand who we are. We're children of the Most High God. So God is going to do something in your situation. Don't lose faith. Don't give up. Hang in there. Your breakthrough's coming. He's kept his best assets hidden so that he can use them in his specific time, in his specific way. But what we need to do is show up and be available and say, yes, 
send me, I'll go. And worship him, praise him, give him glory for who he is. I hope that you receive this word today. It's a very special word. This is a divine revelation because I've often wondered the same thing as I shared very transparently with you. But I know God has kept certain people hidden for a specific purpose in a specific time. And so don't think that he hasn't seen you or don't think that he doesn't know what you're up to or that he doesn't hear your prayers. He does. He loves you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Remnant with Pastor Todd Coconado. I love you so much. I appreciate you guys. You guys are amazing. This is the best community I've ever been in by far, hands down, in my lifetime. Thank you for writing me. Thank you for support. We can't do this without your listener support. We're fully funded by listener support. It's the only way we do this. But we're going to stand. We're going to fight. We're never going to give up. I don't care what they do to us. We will never give up, ever. You can take that to the bank. Pastor Todd will never give up. Trust me on that one. That's who I am. That's who you are, by the way. God bless you guys. We love you. We'll be back tomorrow.